Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Did you know that you can grow spinach and zucchini in a pot? Yeah. Oh. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought you could only, especially zucchini, I thought you could only go zucchini in the ground because of how it grew. But I have, it is my dream to be a successful veggie gardener. Yeah. And I have tried for many years and I have spent money and a little bit of time, probably not enough time on trying to make it successful. And I have failed every single year. And so this year I decided I'm going to turn a new leaf, LOL. And really be good at being a veggie gardener. And so I decided to start small and like keep it easy for myself. But I decided to do spinach and zucchini in a pot. I have mint in the garden, which like works. It's practically a weed and a couple herbs. So I'm doing like a lime something. I don't even know what it is. A sage and then literally something else, a basil. And so I've been like babying them all day, every day. Mm -hmm. and really trying to like make them work. The spinach has been freaking thriving, like so much so that like, I mean, we can have bushels of it for dinner and nice. whatever we want. So Penny will go out and just like pick one and just I eat think it's because it. your house is so shady back there. Well, so, but spinach and zucchini needs sun. But it's so, the only part sun, right? Right. But I put it on our, our west facing side still isn't directly west. It's at an angle. Mm -hmm. So it's on our west facing side, but it is not. Our last two houses have been west facing directly and they have been so freaking hot all the yeah. time. Yeah. We've tried the lettuce and spinach and never, never had much success with leafy greens just because it would cook. Mm -hmm. But tomatoes, we could grow to kingdom come because mm -hmm. it was always hot. But now you my, for people who've struggled, truly do some research. Straw bale gardening is... I know. I tried that. I wanted to do that last year and I bought the straw yeah. bale. Yeah. And then I tried to like make holes in it for the plants and I just like the straw just like fell apart before I could really do anything with it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's where I put it or what, but... It didn't work for me. I, well, there's a couple things you probably did wrong, but <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but you actually, you have to like water it for a while to get it to start breaking down internally. Sure. But also, anyway, <laughs> there's a lot to it, but it's really interesting. We did, that's what we used to do in our old house all the time. I think at this 
point, we would probably end up doing raised beds at this house, but we haven't put them in since I've had so many issues. But I do have a mind blowing tell me fact. Well, at least I think it's a fact. I saw it on TikTok, so who actually knows? <laughs> Did you know that most oranges in the US are painted orange? How are they painted? They paint the skin because they don't actually look orange. And so to make them more sellable to the U.S. audience, they paint them. So is painting the right word? I don't know. They definitely don't dye them because they spray them with a coating of some kind. I didn't specifically know that. However, what I did start learning was that like fruits and veggies are not the color that we think that they oh, are. Oh, most of them aren't. Most, most of, of them, them are not. And even so much that like, like I wash my fruits and veggies thoroughly well. Yeah. Like we have a fruit and veggie cleaner. Yeah. Even so many of them are covered in wax and other. Blueberries, y'all, are like almost black. If you didn't know that, you need to wash your blueberries. <laughs> they are almost black. And everyone out here is thinking they're like this dusty <laughs> gray blue. I'm like that is wax on your blueberries. Go clean your fruits and veggies. Yeah. So someone is saying the word is dyed. It's an artificial dye. It's called citrus red too. It's just to make them more appealing. Uh-huh. Aren't bananas that way too? Bananas? No. Bananas are flown in green because they're less... Right. They will right. stay longer. And then yeah. most are put in a gas chamber in the grocery store and ripened using banana gas. Atlanta. But honestly, I think part of my potential allergy issues that I've had is, and this is me just like mm-hmm. hypothesizing, but am I actually more allergic to the the dye, the dyes yeah. and the chemicals that yeah. they're subjected to and not necessarily the fruit themselves. Have you tried an organic orange? I haven't, but tomatoes, it didn't matter if I grew them myself or not. So I haven't gone down that road. Yeah. The last time I ate oranges. Because this one's saying if you're regularly zesting and canning peels, you may want to buy organic oranges. If you're just eating the inside, it's perhaps fine, but yeah, I people who argue. But it's just one. crazy to me. It, well, Franken food is like a whole thing. And listen, like I am the opposite of a doomsday person. Yeah. I I don't have a basement full of canning supplies. <laughs> I'm not prepping for the apocalypse. I don't. I don't. However, even I am slightly nervous about our food supply future. Oh, I'm very nervous about. I'm our food trying supply. to get a little equipped right now to start to. Grow. Everyone needs to practice gardening, mm-hmm. period. I'm practicing garden. That's the stage I'm in. I'm non-anxiously practicing gardening so that if the anxiety increases, I won't feel like I'm starting from zero. So I want to start with this this year. And then I want to add, I mean, like potatoes are super easy, but like foods that like can be a meal, yeah. um, like zu- we love zucchini in our house. And so I'm trying to, I'm, if you get that going it it will feed you yeah, all summer. Yeah, long. exactly. And so I'm trying to, I would love to do potatoes next year. I would love to do garlic. If anyone has any garlic tricks, let me know. I maybe you can grow those in a pot. That'd be super ideal for me. Mostly because our yard, whoever had our house before just like covered our soil in like 
rocks and pebbles. Uh-huh. And so when we had someone like working on our yard, they were like, literally the only way to transition your soil to super nutrient good soil is to get a digger out here and they need to dig three feet into the ground to get all of the rock dirt out and then backfill it with good dirt for three feet. And I'm like, <laughs> do you think I'm Bill Gates? <laughs> oh. Well, if it makes you feel any better, not that I don't think you should practice gardening. I think it's a good skill. And I definitely think you producing your own produce is an incredible rewarding feeling. But if it truly ever becomes like an actual, actual problem, like I have close friends and family who are farmers with lots of land and what? Cause I'm going to need some meat from y'all. Like yeah, I'm not, like I'm we not got, gonna, I got not like, that. <laughs> I got, well, we have cows. We can, I need to find, need I need to, to become friends with a chicken farmer. Mm-hmm. Cause I can't eat beef. I do have a, an egg supplier now. Great. But we don't know them very well. So I need to get to be friendly. Yeah. Yeah. You need to network. You need to build relationships with <laughs> good people. If you are in the Kansas City market and you have chickens. Yeah. Please, but not just, not just egg chickens, but like chicken, chicken. Butch, I want to like chicken breast, chicken that. Like, I want to eat your chickens. Preferably <laughs> pre-butchered. I don't need them with feathers. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and all your spare time, you're gardening. Well, truly. And I've been, I'm excited about this space of like learning more about it and like releasing the pressure because when I first, <laughs> you're just going to LOL, especially anyone who, who knows gardening is going to LOL. In our very first home, I wanted to become an expert gardener. So do you know what the first veggie I was like, I'm doing it. I'm committing to this gardening life. I am the gardening girl and I'm picking this one because over the years it will provide all of the things, even if it takes time. Did you pick a tree of some kind? Fucking asparagus. (laughs) Asparagus. If you don't know about asparagus, plant it now. And in seven years, you might have enough to eat. Like it is the lowest. It's great though. It's great. And like, eventually you'll just have enough, but like, you know how they say like the best time to plant a tree was 15 years ago. That's asparagus. (laughs) That's why we planted, we're planting seven trees year one of moving into our house. Yes. 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 Well, we luckily don't need, I mean, we have, we've planted six trees already here in this house. And if you can think of that that's wild to me but they're they are fast growing but yeah i maybe i'll plant asparagus but i also don't even like asparagus that much like i'll eat it but it's just not like my favorite it's not my favorite but i'm also this is a very unfortunate reality for me i get hooked on i get fixations yes and then you're just like in every every area of my life including oh. vegetables so like i used to love zucchini and we ate it all the time and now i'm like Oh, see, I also want to grow broccoli. Zucchini and broccoli are my two favorites. Broccoli is up there right now. Green Mm. beans is the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Green beans is the shit. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, if you are a if you're a gardener and have any tips, send them my way. Yeah, Emily needs all the help. (laughs) Seriously, though, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, are there hobbies that you are enjoying with your expansive time? Oh, I did buy 
an embroidery kit. Um, <laughs> really? I did. So I thought I liked like by hand. Yeah. So I got one around Christmas time at Target. They had these, you know, the embroidery hoop and it yeah. had like a spoofy yeah. phrase. And I said, what would it feel like to make something that I plan to throw away? <gasps> and it was liberating because I had both enjoyed making it and had no interest in keeping it. It was so great. I think it, I kept it for about a week. I did finish the project. This, however, I enjoyed it enough and I was actually pretty fast at it that I have a desire to embroider shoes, like mm-hmm. flowers on the side of shoes is my goal. But I want to practice more flowers first. So I got three embroidery hoops with like a pattern and like it comes with all the yarn, yarn, In- string, thread, embroidery thread. There we go. Thread. <laughs> You'll get to there. make it. And so I can practice some different flower techniques. And then apparently I've learned this via the TikTok Mm -hmm. that there is. So you know how you have to have backing of some kind? Yeah. There is a dissolvable version. So you can do it on clothing or shoes and it can be bigger than your design. Yeah. And then when you're done, you can run it underwater and then the outside dissolves. Nice. So... Well, I've already picked my fall hobby. Oh, oh, what's your fall hobby? My fall hobby is going to be candle making. Oh, I this will be good. Mm-hmm. Please make me some. I will. And I am also setting the same limitations of not necessarily throwing it away. I'll burn it either way. But like, I'm not selling them. I'm not creating a shop uh, for them. Nope. I, will I do literally them want gifts. to make one pair of shoes uh-huh. that's it. right I like it well, i would like some too I mean, if well like if, if they end up being decent i will make you a pair of shoes yes. i'll oh. probably end up having to make my sister some a little cactus on them That'd be so yeah cute. i almost got a cactus one to practice and i was like i need to start with flowers first you don't need to be people pleasing immediately nope, with nope, your new hobby no nope, <laughs> no nope, nope, do what you want i just i have a newfound addiction for candles over the years and they're expensive and I really want to try to find a way to like be able to have a container and put a candle in it and then get to reuse that container. Cause like it's the containers that's expensive. It's not necessarily the candles. And I want to like know what's going in my candles. Yeah. I definitely want to know what's going in my candles too. That's been my main hesitation Mm -hmm. with buying them literally anywhere. You know, a lot of people who don't use beeswax use soy wax, but Jared's very allergic to soy. And so I hesitate to burn, like literally burn soy in my house. So I'm like, what is another ethically sourced wax that isn't crazy expensive? Right. (laughs) Well, I'll research it to death as per my personality. Okay, great. (laughs) Keep keep me posted. (laughs) Okay. So we're having these amazing hobby conversations because the conversation about I need some damn time back is a very common theme with our clients, with our audience, with y'all. And I have found it very interesting because I feel like I would have had a different version of this conversation six, seven months ago than what I'm going to have now. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Because I want to break apart all of this, but like the overarching, like, I didn't expect this outcome to happen, right? Is yeah. is what I want to kind of lead into. So everyone, literally everyone says, it's either and or. I want to make more money 
and or I need more of my time back. I'm working too many hours. A lot of people want to do both. A lot of people want to do both. Hence, the name of our advanced training that you get when you apply is how to double your income while working 20 hours a week or less. Mm -hmm. Because we were like, cool, there's these service providers who are burnt out and they're like, working super, super early and and into the night and on weekends and like, let us help them make some refinements in their offer and in their systems and in their business in order to make more and then scale back that time. And the way that our formula works, our, our structure works is you typically make more first and then you are able to free up the time and you can choose then how you spend that time. Right. What I saw then, what, what was reality is We were getting clients inside the incubator and they were interested in making more and cutting back their time. And then they would make more. And then they were like, oh, I actually feel not bad at all about the hours that I'm putting into my business. Yeah, because most of the, now there is a handful, don't get me wrong. There's a handful that were Mm -hmm. working 40, 60, 80 hour work weeks. Yeah. But I'm not talking about that. I think the majority are working somewhere between 30 and 40 hours a week. But when they make enough money, they actually enjoy yeah. that yeah. schedule. And it's not even just about the money. Like, obviously, that's, that's the precursor, right? But like, we've mentioned Bonnie before on the podcast. And I know there are other clients in our group who I'm sure have this very similar story. But it's as soon as like the financial stressor- stressors are alleviated. Yeah. And then we're working with dreamier clients. The desire to work is there again. And the like resentment of the clients and their ideas. Yeah, when you're in burnout, your uh-huh. only solution is, oh, I just have to work less. Right, right. And well, it, it was where I was in, you know, 2016, where I was like, if we take on one more client, I'm done. If we do it like this, I'm done. My brain didn't imagine that there were different ways of doing the exact same thing that would make me feel a different way. That would make me feel better. Yeah, I mean, it took quite the path to get to you understood what that meant. Six years later, it's come full circle. Six years later. No, but I think it's interesting. So now there is nothing against wanting to work less. I love the idea of working less for you. I and working less in seasons. I think that's an idea I also didn't entertain for a long time. Where oh, yeah. I was like, well, if I work less, then I need to work less always. Or like, why would I ever want to work more? I actually like my job. I like doing what I do. And there are yeah. seasons where like putting in that like traditional kind of schedule is totally great and exactly what my creativity needs to do. And then there are times like now where we're heading into summer where we're implementing quiet Fridays and the work looks different. There's like the two weeks off of our summer break where the work is going to look different and it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Right. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. And it's surprising. Like I have in my career and in this position, I've worked as little as probably 10 hours a week and as much as 60 hours a week. Mm -hmm. I think some I'm right now somewhere between 30 and 35 is my guess. I think we have we have a technical 40-hour work week, but we pay our team for lunch. So, like, please take a break in the middle of the day. Yeah. So, if you're just, like, taking out the times, then you're – when you're walking away from the desk, I think that's pretty typical. But the cool part is when you have the control back, you get to make the choice that feels good for the season you're in. And I think the reason so many of you right now in this moment – desire to work less is you 
feel like your time is not something you are in control of. Right. You have promised it to other people. You have given it away. You have put a dollar amount to every minute of your day. Quite literally. Literally. (laughs) And when that happens, you don't feel in control. And so I find, interestingly enough, that when you take back that control, that all of a sudden the desires kind of shift and move around. But one of the things that I think is interesting that's correlated is if we're talking specifically about time, so many of you are charging based on the amount of time you're spending in a project. Yeah. But the majority of you have built up an expertise. I have been working on this side project for a couple of months. And a couple of months ago, me doing the task, it doesn't really matter what it is. But I was like, man, it's been a while. I'm feeling a little rusty. It was taking me a while. And yesterday I worked on something and I was like, I am so efficient. (laughs) (laughs) And the funny thing is, when you create those efficiencies, because y'all are going to do it over time, like it just happens. But why do you penalize yourself and literally make less? The better you get. The better you get. I'm like, I've never understood that. It doesn't make any damn sense to me. Some of our clients, like if you really broke it down by the hour, which they're not because they're selling a package, they're selling a deliverable, they're selling their expertise. They might be making a thousand or two thousand dollars an hour, which sounds bananas, <laughs> but the, but it is Your not. The client doesn't need to know that. No, the client doesn't need to know that at all. The client doesn't need to know that at all. <laughs> Want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. We have bookkeepers making a thousand dollars an hour. Yeah. The part that I don't think clicks for people is that you have to get paid for the hours you're not directly working on the client work. What yeah. about the hours it took you to land the client? What about the hours it takes you to land the next one? Who's going to pay you then? Yep. What about even with that same client, the hours that you're emailing them and scheduling things and having meetings with them and check in where you're not actively working on their project, but you are working with the client, yeah, landing the client, getting them, billing them. Yeah. So I think it's way less about the amount of time you're spending and more about the problem you're solving. But you get so caught up on the time because it feels out of your control that you're mm-hmm. like, well, mm-hmm. if I charge this way, then I'm, I'm taking back control. But you're not. But you're not. You're not. Well, and okay, what's the number one cure for figuring out what's the actual problem that you're solving for your clients, which is also a cure for scope creep, which is also a cure for like the anxiety that comes from, am I actually providing good enough results for my client? Are they going to keep renewing or refer me or whatever? It's being super, super clear on the thing that you offer actually provides the result that your client wants, period. Nothing more and nothing less. Yeah, the amount of y'all working and like doing things. Don't get me wrong, you're doing a lot. But because you aren't clear on what it's doing for your client, they're confused on what they're getting. They're confused on the value that it's providing. And there's this like mismatch, which just leads to, well, I think I need more because I'm not where I thought I was going to be. But there was just the where you think you're going to be was never communicated. Mm hmm. You should see Emily's hair. <laughs> it's so hot up here, guys. So crazy. I'm putting my hair up in a clip that's way too small. And so I had to put the clip like at the very tip end of my hair. Just wow. <laughs> and I, I missed the whole piece. It's fine. So what would it look like knowing what you know now and knowing what you thought people would think they wanted seven <laughs> months ago? <laughs> like... Because my instinct is tell them what they think they need. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, because I truly thought, especially with the effects of 2020 and 2021 and so on and so forth, that people genuinely wanted to work less. Like they want 20 hours a week or less. But I think when they come in our bubble, they do, they still think that. 
Yeah, agree. Agreed. <laughs> but like that they wanted to work less and then fill that time with like, maybe they thought they were still be homeschooling their kids or, you know, doing different things in their lives because priorities have shifted and whatever. And what I found interesting, and I know we've talked about this on the podcast, I think, but especially with clients about, you know, I think for many years, there was a huge forced separation in your identity at work and your identity as a human being, and that somehow they couldn't be the same and that you couldn't get joy from your work. And if you did, then that must meant you were a workaholic and you never got joy from your family or the things that you like. And if you did get joy from there, then you weren't working enough over here. And it was just like super convoluted. And instead, like, I like like part of my identity and who I am as a person, not my worth, but my identity absolutely comes from the work that I do because it lifts me up and fulfills me mm -hmm. and makes me a better human. Mm -hmm. And also the relationships I have and the friendships I have also make me a better human and the hobbies that I have. And so I no longer like penalize myself for enjoying work and instead create space around it that enables me to live the life that I want to live in the healthy way that I can. And I think that's ultimately what people are after, but that like, that's a really long headline on a sales page. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, I think at the root of it, y'all want to feel in control again. Everything in your life for the past two years and still today, and nothing still has today. changed. Uh, we're Actually, not saying it has gotten worse. We're not saying it's over. That's not at all what I'm saying. I am saying that we are subjected to going through all the same stuff with everyone simultaneously. And we feel extremely incapable of making a change because we don't feel like we can do enough ourselves to make a difference. And that creates this innate sense of insecurity, but also this existential crisis where you feel like, I can't, I don't have any control. And so I just need some control. And if I take back control, then, then I will feel better. I think y'all just want to feel better. Y'all just want to well, feel more free. Yeah. And what I think is just interesting is that the things that we think we need to do to take back control only put us back in the same position that you were in when you lost control, because what you should be changing isn't even being addressed. Interesting. And it's things like your pricing, your offer, your boundaries, your yeah. systems, your support systems, you know, and I believe that everyone needs to address those things. Some of you like the dial is all the way up to here that you need to address because you're like at ground zero with it. Some of you have a really great system or support system or whatever. And we just need to make some refinements or to your pricing or to your offer or whatever it might be. But I think that so many of us like catastrophize the actions that need to be done to get us what we want mm -hmm. when it can actually just be a lot simpler. I saw this interesting question being asked, is our generation, have they gone through more of essentially like crises <laughs> in the world than our parents' generation. Keeping in mind that our parents are still alive and they're still living. Most you know, I actually ask myself this all the time because I feel like our memories are shorter than we think. And, you know, we could sit here and like 
outline all the things that are like 9-11 and recession and then a pandemic and then the housing crash and like all of the things, right? But like our parents also went through like the Challenger explosion and they they went through 9-11 too, like they were there. And so I don't know. I think sometimes we just forget some of the big events. No, I think we absolutely forget. I think this is where at this stage in life where our awareness is heightened. Yes. Yes. And I will say probably one of the biggest differentiating factors between our generation and the last is we have more access to media than ever before. Yeah. Yeah. So information is faster and it's coming from more directions. And when you're subjected to that much input, yep. you become exhausted. And so I think y'all's desire is completely in alignment but i also think it requires you to unlearn some things Mm -hmm. one that work does not have to equal negative things taking away from your life right work can equal you feeling successful work can equal you feeling valued work can Mm -hmm. equal you being fulfilled i also think it requires us to unlearn what rest really means. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes when we do finally have the ability to rest, we resist it because of all the things we are told that it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And, And I wouldn't even say it's like necessarily, it isn't necessarily something that was ever explicitly said. I think a lot of it comes down to how we were parented. Yeah, I saw this thing the other day about, it was just this funny TikTok about, you know, do you have this anxiety or did you grow up normal kind of thing? And it's the anxiety around when someone in your house gets up to clean that you then get up to clean. Yes. And I 100% Absolutely. And there was a lot of great discussion in the comments of what, what that means and what that stems from, but, but it could be anything, right? When one person does this, do you react in this way? And I think a lot of that comes from rest and it, and you know, I feel like this is kind of, uh, segueing out, but the conversation a couple of years ago about being like, oh, how the, your first response when someone asks you how you're doing, oh, I'm so busy and you like wear it as a badge of honor, et cetera, et cetera. And I know people who still do that now, but I think we go in waves of like, what do we rely on as this is what I should be doing, how I should be feeling, even though I hate it. Rest has been, in my household, if you were sitting down, lazy. Lazy, 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 lazy. Sometimes it wasn't even always meant to be bad, but they would use words like it's a lazy afternoon around here. And they're not necessarily always saying you're bad. No, right. Mine was the, because I was raised by two single women as I was younger and they worked really hard. They had their own businesses, all of the things. And they were praised nonstop for how busy they were, how busy their bodies were. Oh, your Mm -hmm. Nana just never sits down. She's always go, go, go. And she'll pick up and do this. And even when she doesn't feel well, she'll do this. So I used to feel so guilty because Jared's that way. Mm -hmm. And I'm not. Like Mm -hmm. if I went as hard as he does all day, I would be on the floor for two weeks. Yeah. Because I just don't have (laughs) much energy to work off of. I don't. But I also think 
part of the confusion is with all the access to media and how our jobs have evolved, rest and work theoretically don't look that different. Mm -hmm. So I saw this one post Oh, she was like going to email her boss that she wanted to be out for the day. Like, cause she didn't feel well. Mm -hmm. She's like, what am I supposed to say? I don't have the energy to look at a work screen, but I have the energy to look at a fun screen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, actually that's real. Actually. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I know that that's confusing, but when it all feels kind of the same and not Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, Mm -hmm. of course you're confused. But rest doesn't have to equal lazy. Rest can equal recharge. And how you rest doesn't have to be the same as someone else's. No. And I I know we're talking about rest in the sense of like maybe those small moments that you're honoring your body and you're listening or whatever. But like literally years of intentional rest doesn't mean that you have to fall behind. And in fact, I mean, we took an intentional year, 18 months. At least 18 rest, months. Yeah. And our business grew. 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 Grew a lot. <laughs> grew a lot. So I'm not saying that's going to happen every time, but I think our fear is that not only are we not going to grow, but we're going to lose money or we're going to fall behind or like that FOMO sets in of if I'm not taking advantage of this market right now or this opportunity right now or whatever that like... It's but not how there often you. when you walk away, mm-hmm. does clarity mm-hmm. actually come? Yep. Yep. When nearly every time, <laughs> but I mean, always, right? Like it's yeah. not, it's not when you're like forcing yourself to figure it out. I think Emily and I used to have these meetings where we're like, we got to make a decision. We got to just move on. We got to make a decision. And the amount of times we will have a very valid very intentional conversation and both look at each other like, okay, I think we need to just stop here. Yeah. Yeah. I think our phrase is like, okay, well noodle on that. I'll get back with you in like three days and we'll maybe noodle again. So it takes us longer to make decisions, but every time they're better decisions than we would have made if we had made them the first day or the first time we brought it up. Yeah. I'm like, when did we decide we have to rush through all this stuff all the time? And This is just a side note, but like, I think part of it is that really effed up checklist that we were all essentially given as children of all the things you need to accomplish in your life. Mine was the perfect attendance awards. Well, that's part of it. That's part of it. And the like, do good in school, go to college, fall in love, have a house, have a baby, have a successful career, whatever. The part that's confusing about all that is y'all run out. Like y'all check all the boxes and you're in your thirties. Most of you, some of you, it happens a little later. That doesn't matter. You're like, cool, cool. I did it. Now what? Exactly. The amount of times I've gotten asked by our clients, how do you figure out what you actually like? Space. Space is how you figure it out. And I still don't know half the time. I'm like, well, I like this for now. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what feels good and is in alignment with my current level of energy Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. what I can sustainably create for myself and my business and the people that are in it. Because there is, as you build a business, you can absolutely create a business that requires 
more or less of you. Yep. That requires more or less money to run. That requires more or less people to run it. And those are all choices. Yep. But like, you can change your mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally whenever you want. I you, have, you have the ability to pull that lever, push the lever, delete the lever, rebuild the lever. <laughs> but what I do know to be true, because we wouldn't make it the title if I didn't know it to be true, but <laughs> you can earn a full-time income without full-time hours, period. Like that is a truth statement. But the question is, do you know what your full-time income should be? Do you know what your full-time income should be? Do you know what it takes to get there? Are you pricing appropriately so that you're not giving so much of your time away? And then are you actively making decisions about how you want to spend your time and not just putting shoulds in front of all the things? Are you letting someone else to decide? Are you in the driver's seat? I know a lot of you like to be passengers. Emily likes to be a passenger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when we're talking about money and when we're talking about your business, learning to drive the car is required. Mm-hmm. Required learning. And it's a good thing. It's going to grow you as a person. And you don't have to figure it out by yourself. And you're no. Don't beat yourself up Get a co-pilot, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be co-pilot. I also occasionally like to drive for other people, but. I just wish you guys were less hard on yourself. That's what it really comes down to. Know thyself. Get to know yourself. What do you want? What do you need? What's your summer hobby going to be that you can throw in the trash? Truly. Isn't that exciting? How liberating to create something you don't plan to keep or that you don't plan to have serve a purpose. (laughs) Now, I'm not trying to create more trash. Please don't. don't. It's not what I'm talking about. (laughs) <laughs> i'll donate it some old lady i'll buy it for a little while exactly house. exactly but it doesn't have to be perfect to fulfill you no nothing has to be perfect to fulfill you Mm-mm. even this is the part that i think is so funny to me clients come into the incubator we ask them up front what is your goal mm-hmm. where do you want to be 12 months from now the hysterical thing to me is three months into it, they haven't all met their goal. Many of them have gotten damn near close to already meeting their goal, but many of them will get halfway to their goal, a quarter of the way to their goal, three quarters of the way to their goal. And they're like, actually, I didn't know this when I started, (laughs) but this is what I really want in this season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean you failed on the initial goal. You just changed your mind. And that's okay. Yeah. So all of that to say, <laughs> if you want to explore what it looks like to get back in the driver's seat, to have the tools so that you can make the choices about how you spend your time and how you earn your income, then we want you to be at this advanced training. But it requires you to spend 10 minutes of your time to apply. You're going to go to bossproject.com slash incubator. You're going to give us some details. We're going to chat. We're going to talk more about what you want, what you haven't even figured out yet. And we're going to talk about what the potential looks like for you. I cannot wait. Bossproject.com slash incubator. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. 
with thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.